if your self-belief is feeling a little bit shaky, maybe you're not in this this boat with me yet where you're like 100% like I am a boss bitch and I can do anything. If you're still struggling with that and you find yourself falling into this trap of comparison, for me, it was all about in the early stages of just curating my Instagram feed and really restricting the people that I followed and restricting the people that I saw as my industry leaders. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. You all know on the Dishing Up Digital podcast that I love to talk about social media strategy, social tips and tricks, business tips and tricks, and all of that good stuff. But the other thing I think is really, really important to discuss is mindset. And I've done a couple of episodes previously around mindset, limiting beliefs, being an introvert, and a few other things around topics going on inside our brains. And today's episode, I wanted to address comparison and have a little bit of a chat about how to stop comparing yourself to other people. Because I think this is definitely one of the hardest parts of running a business, particularly an online business, And how much that has changed in entrepreneurship in, say, the past 20 years. You know, my dad ran a business or his own business for a while. And he didn't have things like Instagram where he could look up the, I don't know, another software engineer and see what projects they were doing, see how many clients they had, all of that jazz. Whereas with the internet these days and particularly social media, we do tend to surround ourselves by other people in our industry and other entrepreneurs and we follow them for inspiration but sometimes it can lead to a bit of comparison a bit of jealousy and a bit of just general sadness and some real low points in our sort of business careers or business journeys as much as i wish i could wave a magic wand and we could all be these confident incredible women who just like nothing touches them it just slides right off them and they're invincible the reality of the situation is almost all of us particularly women do struggle with comparison even for those of you that maybe look at my Instagram and think, oh, Alan really has it all together. Some days I'm in my bed being like, I don't want to get up. I feel really terrible at myself. Like, look at this person. They've earned way more money than me or they're way more successful than me or it appears they're more successful than me. And it's really hard when we get caught in these comparison traps. At the end of the day, we run our own businesses. And that means when things get a bit shaky for us, when we start to feel 
this lack of confidence, it flows on to every part of our business. Suddenly, if you're going through this period where you're comparing yourself and doubting yourself, then when a new client comes in with a new proposal, you might pitch your prices really slow. You might put together a package that is just worth so much more and you undercut yourself because of the emotions that you're feeling in that moment. So I think that's why this is, again, a really important topic to discuss because it's going to have this vast effect on your business if you let that comparison run out of control and take over your business entirely. So my first tip when it comes to tackling comparison is to really just normalize it and know that everyone goes through it. Just like I said, it's something that I struggle with. I wouldn't say on a weekly basis, maybe like a monthly, bi-monthly situation. And in the early stages, it probably would have been a daily basis, right? And I know a lot of you might be in the same situation. So how did I start to overcome this? A lot of it was to do with just shifting the way I viewed other women online. Instead of looking at someone's Instagram page and looking at what they have, whether that's, oh, they're full-time in their business or, wow, they have so many clients. Or in my case, I'm always like, wow, look at her Chanel bag or her Hermes bag because your girl loves some designer handbags. <laughs> she bougie. She a little bit bougie. And for me, it was all about shifting that story in my head. And whenever I caught myself feeling like jealous or comparing myself to what someone else had and I didn't, I would really just consciously take a moment to pause and be like, actually, that amazing female entrepreneur has built this empire and she has a collection of Chanel bags what is stopping me from achieving that kind of greatness as well? And changing this jealousy or this comparison into a story of inspiration. So just stepping back and really believing in yourself. It comes back to that root belief of, I can do anything. I want you guys to write that down, put it on a post-it and just really hype yourself up every day. And that changing that mindset is a really powerful thing and it will help you with this comparison because now I can scroll through Instagram and it's a really enjoyable and inspiring experience for me. Now, if your self-belief is feeling a little bit shaky, maybe you're not in this this boat with me yet where you're like 100% like I am a boss bitch and I can do anything. If you're still struggling with that and you find yourself falling into this trap of comparison, for me, it was all about in the early stages of just curating my Instagram feed and really restricting the people that I followed and restricting the people that I saw as my industry leaders. Because it can be really overwhelming when there's a lot of other people and say you're following like a hundred different social media managers as inspiration, but then you get kind of overwhelmed by all of these different people who are all achieving all these great things. And cutting down that list and just being like, okay, I'm going to pick five really cool people who really inspire me and speak to me and just have this connection with me or you have a connection with them. And just follow those five people and put your kind of blinders on to the rest of the noise on social media. And then it's just a matter of, hey, maybe you should be mixing up your feed and not having it entirely business owners. Like throw in some dog memes in there. Throw in, I don't know, an interior designer if you love interiors or cooking or whatever your hobby is and curate a social media feed that makes you feel good, makes you feel comforted, warm, and it's a nice place to come to. It's not a place where you scroll through and you're like, 
a post after post after post is someone being like, I made 10K, I made 20K, I made 50K. If you get jealous of those numbers, find the industry leaders who maybe aren't bragging about income 24 seven. I know there's definitely some people I follow who it feels like every single post is like, I made this much, I made this much, which is why I make a conscious effort not to do that in all of my marketing materials. So hopefully that's coming across to you guys as an audience. But yeah, really curating who you're listening to, limiting that number and making sure you're not getting overwhelmed by this constant success story and this constant success noise on Instagram. Because we do have to remember that Instagram is a highlight reel. It's just the perfect moments. It's the curated moments. Like people don't post photos when they're crying or having a breakdown or having a day where or a month where they've made no money or they're in the negatives or they've had no new inquiries. Like people don't post that. Or when they do, they'll post it at the like, you know, when they've overcome it. Like this was me three months ago and look at me now. So if you're stuck comparing yourself on social media, those are my tips for you. And if this still isn't helping you, if you still find that social media is overwhelming and you can't help but compare yourself right now, like like every now and then we do have our low points. And even myself, sometimes I'll have those those low days where it's just, it is a struggle to get out of bed sometimes. Like there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders as a business owner. Sometimes we get negative feedback because stuff goes wrong and we take that to heart. And I've definitely had some moments in my business where it is all too much and I just have to have a cry. And I've really learned to register when I'm in one of these moods and take myself off social media entirely. Because When I've had, for example, something go wrong with a client or I've posted something wrong because I am human and I do make mistakes, but I am very hard on myself when things go wrong. So I consciously take myself away from social media because I know when I'm in one of these low moods and when things are going wrong, I'm almost like this easy victim to comparison and jealousy. And just by saying, hey, I'm not going to go scrolling through Instagram today. I'm just going to focus on myself. This is the best move you can take. So this could look like for me going for dog walks, listening to podcasts, reading my books, having my bubble baths. And I just love it. I'm all about that self-care and just really focusing on yourself. And again, putting those blinders on to the outside world a little bit and just creating small luxuries for yourself. So for me, that is my bubble baths. Like I just feel like a princess when I'm in my bath. And I have my book or I might put like a really fun show or movie on. I'll put my Gossip Girl, my Sex in the City. I don't know if other people can relate, but I'm quite an anxious person. I do have, I've always had anxiety and I am just such a rewatcher. Like I just rewatch the same shows all the time. And I've been like this since I was a teenager. Like I remember being obsessed with Pretty Little Liars and I would just watch the same episodes again and again and again. Like they released them weekly and every week I'd just start from episode one and watch them all again. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I saw something on Instagram where someone was talking about anxiety and saying it's often a coping mechanism. People that watch the same TV shows because they're comforted by them because 
because they know how it's going to end, right? They know the happy ending. They know the twists and turns and people with anxiety like that because it's just, you know, they, they know exactly what's going to happen and they don't need to be like tense or they don't need to be like, oh my God, what's coming around the next corner? It's all laid out for them. So that's one of my things that I love to do. And I encourage you guys to find your little comforts in life, things that make you feel good and things that make you feel like a princess or a boss bitch or whatever you want to vibe with. What's your energy? Find something that makes you feel that way and focus on building yourself up, building that self-belief, building that you know, beautiful environment for yourself so that when you do come back to social media, you don't have that jealousy and comparison haunting you. Another small thing that I started doing to help, I guess, fight comparison when I started running my own business was I started making little folders on, at first it was my phone, then it was my desktop. Now it's on my like Trello boards and my ClickUp boards. And it's just like this little folder of joy and good comments and compliments. So anyone that sends me a really lovely message about my courses, about the podcast, my YouTube videos, or if it's a client saying, OMG, I love this content, or this is such fabulous work, Alan, I will screenshot that and pop it into a nice little folder so that whenever I am feeling like I start to doubt myself and my skills and my talent, I come back to my happy little folder and I can flick through those messages and remind myself that, I believe in myself, but also there's other people out there too. So this is something that will grow over time. And actually, I was just transferring a whole bunch of my work across from Trello to ClickUp because I'm kind of living up my sort of content management systems and my team management systems. And when I was transferring it across, I realized how many files I'd built up. And it was really, really cool to in that moment be like, wow, I actually have a lot of messages here. And a lot of people whose lives are impacted, not to sound like up myself or anything, but we we do need to remind ourselves of, of how cool we are as humans and of our accomplishments every day. And like, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll know I'm such a firm believer in celebrating your milestones and celebrating success. Like if something really cool happens in my business, I'm like, let's go get a bottle of bubbles. Like, let's take an afternoon off, take myself to the movies or just do something special for myself. Because I think sometimes we don't celebrate enough as humans because it comes off as bragging. Like, even now, I just apologize for being like, oh, I hope I don't turn too up myself. And I'm like, why the hell do I need to apologize? Like, I think, again, this is something women struggle with, particularly like owning our accomplishments and really like stepping into this like celebration and not feeling sorry or not worrying about what other people think. And that's just a little something that I do to help hype myself up. And if you're, even if you're just starting your business and you're like, I only have one client and they haven't sent me anything yet, or they've sent me like one email, screenshot that and start your little happy folder, start your positive folder of feedback, of comments, and slowly it will grow over time because mine literally started as just two or three screenshots and now it's this whole folder And it honestly is just so helpful whenever I'm having one of those down days. The last sort of strategy that I really wanted to mention is journaling. I talk about journaling a lot in my journey of starting a business, of, you know, doing my side hustle. That was when I started my first journal and I still have that. And it's so cool to reflect back on those entries. But I really think the power of writing something down is really, really unique and really special. 
And for me, this could look like either like a little gratitude list, like writing down all the things I'm thankful for in order to try and like not, I guess, distract, maybe even distract isn't the right word, but to take my thoughts away from like jealousy and comparison and bring it back to myself to help be more centered and more grateful and just write about all of the little things that I do have. Like the fact that I do have a, a house that I can live in, that I can rent in a beautiful, beautiful house that quite frankly is the nicest place I've ever lived in my life. And I feel incredibly like grateful and sometimes shocked that I live here. And sometimes there's little things like that, that you forget about. Like, no, I don't live in a mansion. No, I don't own this house. Like I rent it. <laughs> like not an ideal situation, but house prices are ridiculous and not what I thought when um, I was younger. You know, you'd think that you just go to university, get a job, buy a house, but that's not the story anymore. Anyway, I sidetrack. The, the thing is, is, is often these little things in our life, we kind of take for granted or we forget about as we're going through our day-to-day activity. So actually taking a moment to sit down and be like, you know what, if I went and talked to 16-year-old Ellen right now and showed her pictures of my home office, she would be doing cartwheels. She would be screaming. She would be like, WTF, who is this woman in front of me? So sometimes it's just little things like that. Step back and appreciate these little things that you have in life and write them in your journal because that will help sort of make you feel more centered and really bring those thoughts to the front of your mind rather than just sitting there being like, oh, what am I grateful for? Oh, yeah, my house and oh, yeah, the pantry full of food. Like, I just think there's so much more power in it if you write it down. And then the other thing you can write down is that sort of list of things that you're jealous of. Like write down those things that are your triggers on Instagram and start to question yourself in your journal. Why do I feel jealous of this other person's accomplishments? Are there any deeper meanings here? Any deeper rooted fears or beliefs? Like, am I so jealous of that other, you know, full-time social media manager that I follow on Instagram because I'm scared of quitting my job. Like what else is going on in my life that I'm reflecting out onto these other strangers and that's making me so negative. Just have a little bit, I always say have an argument with yourself in your journal. (laughs) This is like something I've said in the Dishing Up Digital School, my program, where I'm like, to help with your limiting beliefs and stepping into the mindset and belief of an expert, I get my students to kind of like list out those negative beliefs and those things like, oh, I can't charge enough or I don't have experience and just argue with yourself. Like, why can't you charge that much? Do you bring value? Like you, you can, you can post on Instagram. What's stopping you from charging that much? Like why, why do you have these deep rooted fears? And just like have a little bit of a back and forth with yourself and try unpack these negative feelings. And often when you write them down on paper, you also realize how silly some of them are. Like if you write them down, it takes it from this circling thought in your head and this kind of irrational feeling. And when you write it out, you kind of have this clarity and be like, oh, that's actually really silly. What am I thinking? You can laugh it off and you can move on with your day. But you've kind of like shed that skin. You've shed that feeling. You've put it onto your journal and you close your journal and just finish up there for the day and move on. And I really love the power of that with journaling. 
So that is going to be all for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I enjoy recording anything to do with mindset and talking about these kind of behind the scenes emotions that we go through as entrepreneurs because I know how lonely it can be and my hope with this podcast and my Instagram page, all of my content is to bring people together and create that online community where we can chat about these things more openly and we can support each other and be like, hey girl, I'm, you know, I'm with you. You're not alone. We got this. And yeah, if you guys are interested in learning more with me, slide into my DMs. I'm always open to chat about how we can work together finding you that right course to sign up for all of that good stuff so yeah i will catch you in the next episode make sure you're subscribed to the dishing up digital podcast and i will chat to you soon bye